Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. James Bond is coming back to the big screen in cinemas in the UK and we're hoping to go to every one of the 25 films. Join us as we celebrate the 60th anniversary of our favourite British agents by watching them all in order. We hope you guys are watching them too, so please let us know your thoughts. You can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and our podcast is available on iTunes and Spotify as well as video episodes on YouTube. Simply search for Really 007 Pod. We didn't know it back in 2002, but the fourth Pierce Brosnan film would end up being his last. It's a controversial one that uh, is probably being generous to say it divides opinion. It's Die Another Day. Your freedom came at too high a price. The mission was compromised. The same person who set me up then has just set me up again. So I'm going after him. Got your attention. Tell me what you know of James Bond. He'll light the fuse on any explosive situation. Tell me the diamonds. They'll blow it all at once. What happened to you? Bond. And be a danger to himself and others. I'm going to let him mix things up a little. My friends call me Jinx. My friends call me James Bond. Wow, now there's a mouthful. Who sent you? Your mama. Glad you could make it, Mr. Bond. I see you don't chase dreams, you live them. One of the virtues of never sleeping. I have to live my dreams. Time to draw the line. Well, it seems you've become useful again. Maybe it's time you let me get on with my job. So, this is where they keep the old relics then, eh? Twist so, voila! You know, you're cleverer than you look. Better than looking cleverer than you are. James, be careful. 
An ice palace can be such a treacherous place. I take it Mr. Bond's been explaining his Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I think I got the thrust of it. Must you touch everything? Would you like to show me more? Kill him. Now! 1,000 meters in closing. Put your back into it, eh? Let's get down to business. Looks like we're going down together. Not yet! So we are here at the Traff Centre to mark the end of Bond on the big screen with Dine of the Day. <laughs> I'm only joking, I'm only joking. Oh, yeah, that is safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, for reference, I'm here with Math and Sam. And Sam, can you just tell us about your T-shirt that you're wearing? So, for anyone who knows Dynasty, I've actually had a conversation with David Licensed Squares say about Dynasty, funnily enough. I'm wearing a T-shirt of Dominique Devereaux, uh, an illustration of her mm, holding a champagne bongo. glass. Uh, Diane Carroll could have absolutely been one. She was fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, and the word shade written at the top, and, uh, and I'm wearing it because I'm probably going to be very shady towards Dine of the Day. I'm so sorry, Evan, but I yeah. just can't, you know. And Lorenzo. And Lorenzo, yeah. but I just, I'm... I've been really I think I've been I've done really well you've been very positive I think I have yeah yeah there's only so your imagination can only stretch so far (laughs) you were positive about Thunderball you know another one that you know but I mean every other film before this is a better film yeah well you can I I don't think you can argue that so I mean you know but it's better than everyone that's after I'm only joking I'm only joking it's better than Quantum I will say that do do you reckon so oh, is yeah, that no. your least favourite then? Yeah, it's Quantum at the very bottom and then Dine of the Day. And those two are the only ones where I'm like, uh, like I will happily not watch them. <laughs> I will watch it, I will watch it. It's just as well coming after Will Is Not Enough maybe. That I, I think at the time it was Will Is Not Enough was getting a bit more daring for me. And then Dine of the Day, it's like, oh, you know, let's do even more bombed, tortured and... And then it got even sillier. So you were like, where's it going to end? I, said, I think I said last, last time to Matt, like, like, it kind of like feel like the Brosnan era's kind of felt pretty classic and pretty like doing it, but updating it and doing it in a really good way and blending yeah. it and balancing it out really well. Whereas this, I feel like it just goes right off the deep end. It drops right over that ice cliff, <laughs> um, right onto a tsunami. I mean, it just, to me, it just goes way beyond. But can you, I don't know, can you take those things out and just enjoy it anyway, do you think? Oh, well, we'll see, won't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely fun things in this film, yeah. like, of course. Yeah, there always is, but I feel like they're overshadowed by, you know, just some issues. Mm. Well, well, you know, math, it's uh, one that you've defended a bit more than the average Bond fan, I think. Yeah, probably. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm very much aware of and, you know, of the flaws and have have serious problem problems with a lot of it not just the cgi but the diet some of the dialogue <laughs> you know jinx i think oh, it's, it's not great just but, some clunkers yeah and, and just the way i don't know just the way Halle berry portrays the character <laughs> which you know is not just i mean she's a really good actress so the direction has <laughs> to come under some scrutiny but I don't know for this one I'm able to put that to one side to an extent and just yeah. sort of because I know what's coming I can I can enjoy it and uh, obviously it's, it's you know it, it is even though I don't like doing this yeah, yeah. it, it is it is probably down there but there are I think there's loads of things you can appreciate and just sort of I don't know I just try and leave my brain at the door just go and enjoy it I know you know I know, I know the, the problems that I'm going to we're going to encounter but <laughs> yeah. I just have to deal with them and also you know it's the end of an era it's the end of yeah, yeah. It's, it's the end of 
Pierce, of course, and what a great yeah. contribution. But also, you know, Colin Salmon, Samantha Bond, John Cleese. Oh. You know, is Michael Kitson in this? Week? No, he's not. No, he's not. I think. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. You know. Oh, also, <laughs> the Moonraker book. It is. Yes. Yeah. Somewhat of an adaptation. Very <laughs> Yeah, so it sticks very closely to the Fleming. Well, a good, a good show. Just for me, and this is the final oh, hey. Eon Bond film for me to see on the cinema, and then once I've seen this... Oh, you've, is that it? Like, you've done yeah. the collection, amazing. Yeah. Have you? Because my first one was Casino. So. Yeah. Think about that. Sam, the youngest Bond fan who's been on these screenings, I think, has now mm-hmm. seen them all, and that's incredible. Because amazing, we've seen people like, like Bob Foster said that Man with the Golden Gun was the first one he saw, yeah. so when he'd got up to... You know, That's diamonds so are forever, good. right? I've done them all. I mean, absolutely amazing. Anyway, right, we will head into the theatre, yeah. as Dad would say, and enjoy Dine of the Day. <laughs> My word. Hello, this is Gary Kay at the Odeon Cinema in Bath. Just about to go in to watch Die Another Day on the big screen for the first time since its 2002 release. 20 years ago, my goodness. Can't believe it's gone by so quickly. I think we all know what we're letting ourselves in for with this one. I remember being watching it back in on its original release, not being able to get into the cinema on a couple of occasions because the, the screenings are sold out. So my expectations were quite high going in and considerably different leaving. So um, currently this film is my least favourite of the James Bond films. However, re-watching it earlier this year for the first time in several years, I did come to enjoy several aspects of it there's some very entertaining moments and um, of course we've got another david arnold score to enjoy so um catch up with you after the film and see if uh, it moves up in my rankings after watching it on the big screen again all the best so i'm being traded for you your time will come not as soon as yours Look at him. You'd think he was some kind of a hero. Trevor Baxendale, just out from seeing Die Another Day on the big screen. You know, this film gets a lot of flack and it does make some pretty serious errors in terms of a Bond film. But I can't help but... <laughs> I can't help but like it. It's it's just got such a good atmosphere to it all the way through. And in amongst all the CGI uh, business in the second half, you know, there are so many gems in this. Diamonds if you will, conflict diamonds, uh, hidden all the way through it. So many good characters. Everybody's having so much fun and uh, it's impossible not to get carried along and enjoy the ride. That's the best experience I've had watching Die Another Day, without a doubt. And it really did help seeing it on the big screen. And I feel that having seen all four of Brosnan's Bonds now, I finally feel like I've left die another day feeling good and happy and content with the time he had as Bond. We all know what happened after that. We all know he should have and could have done another one. But, you know, 
Dine of the Day, biggest grossing Bond film of all time at the time. It's good fun. Hello everybody, this is Don once again giving my thoughts on Dine of the Day. Unfortunately, I did not get to watch this at the cinema. However, it was on ITV on television on Saturday night. So I'm going to get this out of the way first. I know it's not a good film in any way, shape or form. However, it was the first film I saw, James Bond film, that I saw at the cinema back when I was eight years old. My dad took me and my brother to the Science Museum in London at the time. And we had these James Bond cards and we put them in these machines and had all data and information. I think they had all the cars there and lots of James Bond memorabilia basically. So at the time I was very prepared for it and very pumped up and very infused, enthusiastic for it. So I guess is why I like this one and not as much as the others, but at the time it was very exciting. So basically the introduction to this film, it sets off quite, it's, uh, it goes quite all right. Bond surfing into North Korea, into the demilitarized zone, I think. Replacing identities with Van Bierk, having the suitcase full of diamonds, and then going off to meet Colonel Moon, and I guess he's on some sort of mission, but... Anyway, the hovercraft scene and the explosion and stuff is quite good, and then sending off Moon to his death. And then we get a first of the series, Bond being captured. That's not been... He's not been captured before, or taken by a country, I suppose. So the song madonna obviously it's not a great song but the dirty vegas remix is pretty good i i I often find myself listening to that at times i have to say in this one that pierce brosnan does look a bit older than when he first started however i feel his hairstyle and stuff it kind of looks quite iconic now i think it looks pretty good it's a shame that pierce brosnan didn't get to evolve more into james bond after this one i suppose He'd been in it for a while, but I mean, at the time he was in Everything or Nothing video game and done Nightfire and I suppose Agent Underfire was going to have his appearance, but I just, they didn't quite have it. They couldn't get it, but you know, he was still in the role and before they decided to redo all the series, apparently he was uh, on the commentary of the film, I guess, talking about how he was going to make it better in future ones. So it's a shame of what could have been, to be honest, in my opinion, I know. Obviously, it got very bad reviews, and hence why they didn't go along with it. But just to think, if he'd had one more film after this shit show, then he could have done... It could have been, you know, we'll never know, will we? So, I'll move it on now. So, he moves out of uh, the North Korean prison, comes out, goes after Zhao again. That stuff in the clinic, it's alright. I mean, obviously, it's a very stupid idea, and none of this is exactly realistic, is it? Let's be honest. But for the purposes of the film, that bit, chasing after Zhao, it's alright. I know Jinx falls off the huge cliff and obviously her walking out the sea and stuff is not brilliant. I'm going to get to Jinx later on, to be honest. I'll move it on now to London. Obviously the sword scene is a bit stupid. Why would they do that? I guess Graves is just basically moon but evolved. I mean, it's stupid, but what the hell. London... Meeting M, what have you got on Graves? You burnt me, now you want my help. Just, I know he's just working, isn't he? It's obviously he's not going to leave because he's loyal to the force. He's MI6's loyal terrier. So, yeah, I mean, for me, at the time, the thing that did it for me for this film was definitely the Aston Martin. I had the Corgi model and the Jaguar model, that car chase on the ice. I used to love that as a kid. It was brilliant. I think 
they still look quite good at the now, but just it would be silly to have an invisible car, wouldn't it? Let's be honest, there's no getting around it. Even before the car chase scene, the surfing scene for crying out loud, it's just how on earth did anyone find that acceptable to be in the Bond film? I have no idea. I like the music, don't get me wrong. The the score of this film, it's it's okay. I obviously prefer Tomorrow Never Dies to uh, to this one, but I suppose that was brilliant. And I guess it just moves on and it just tries tries to go with the times. So, but the directing in this film, I I, I don't know what Tam Horry was thinking. I I have no idea what sort of films he's done in the past, but the slow motion stuff and. It just, it doesn't look very good, does it, in places? It's just, yeah. Jinx, I could see what they're trying to do. They're coming up the sea like Ursula Andress, the very first film. And there's touches to all the other films in this one. A bit like Spectre, but probably not done as well. But yeah, Jinx, just, I know she's a bit of a damsel in distress when she gets captured. But trying to make her stand up to Bond and be as good as Bond. And apparently the promo in this film, she was as famous as Pierce Brosnan and she could have had a spin-off and I'm not sure how that would have turned out to be honest I don't think it would have been very good but then again 15 well however long however long since No Time to Die and people say Paloma should have her own spin-off so I guess it's only fair uh Rosamund Pike as Agent Frost yeah she's a pretty good character isn't she she's very feisty undercover for MI6 but actually working for Graves I feel their performance is pretty good in this one. Gotta talk about Zhao. I mean, at the beginning, it was Moon's henchman, and then the diamonds go in his face, trying to get him a sort of iconic look. It's a bit silly, isn't it? The briefcase explodes and that. Surely they would just have to get them all out or something, but yeah, Bond mucking up is evolving in the uh, face lab, whatever, and then he gets that look. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not very good, is it? Let's be honest. However, I have to say, um, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, Krugler007 on Twitter, but that Only Fools and Horses sketch you put on there the other day, fuck me, that was so funny. Just, watch it, Dell. The chandelier, you know the one? Yeah, cool. Graves, yeah, I don't really have a lot of time for him. Obviously, it's Moon, isn't it? But how on earth would he just have come out of the blue as this millionaire who's not, who's only just in these magazines and whatnot? Surely there must be a backstory. It's very silly, isn't it? And I just, I don't find him very memorable at all. What's his scheme? Oh, he wants to, uh, he wants to unite North Korea, doesn't he? South Korea, North Korea, with that stupid sun thing. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's probably better than Safin's idea, but anything's better than that, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mr. Kill, I'm Mr. Kill. Well, that's the name to die for, is a pretty good uh, line, isn't it, from uh, Bond. It's always quite funny to hear that. Mr. Kill, no, I've just talked about Mr. Kill, haven't I? The score, I mean, I do enjoy the score when he arrives in Cuba and then he gets in that um, old car and the music before he goes off the cliff and then the surfing, I'm ashamed to say I quite like that bit of music and just sort of the dun, 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 dun. And that's very bad, isn't it? But, you know, that anticipation sort of thing, I think that's all right. And the uh, arriving at the um, where Moon's got all his cars at the beginning, that sort of stuff. I think that's quite good for Marnold. The loud American Michael Madsen Falco. Not really got a lot of time for this character to be honest, but just he's there, isn't he? And he's loud and brash. However, I don't really like it when he says Bond escapes off the ship, and then he says to him uh, M. He's like 
keep your people in order or we're going to shut it down for you or something like that. I don't know why he has to take control like that. Bond on the boat, his heart rate, stopping his own heart rate. It's very silly, isn't it? And then just um, being filmed in the uh, Hong Kong hotel room. It's not great, to be honest. Well, that's probably going to wrap it up for now. I mean, I didn't have any expectations and I put all my thoughts to the back of my mind during this watching, so I won't be disappointed. But it was a good watch and, I mean, compared to No Time to Die, anything's better. I mean, I have to be honest, 20 years later of, of this film, it's very harsh to say it'd be down the bottom, but then again, what else would be down there? I mean, my list changes all the times. I'm not saying it's gone up in my estimation or down. It's just there, isn't it? I've watched it now and I probably won't watch it for a long time now. Well, I've probably been rambling on for to God knows too long, but that's my thoughts of Dying of the Day. Hi guys, Tom Donnelly here, Tom James on Twitter, with my musings on Dying of the Day. Now, first and foremost, being honest, it, like many people, I think Dying of the Day is contentious and is one that generally has been towards the bottom of my rankings continually. I hadn't watched the film for some time, actually, up until going to see it with my friend and uh, co-conspirator, John Cowell, Saturday. And actually, for the majority of the film, I forgot just how good the, the actual premise of the story and, and how enjoyable a, a, a romp it is. I really love the the Havana scenes and I think, you know, that the, the whole setup of the film and, and that, that first kind of two-thirds of the film are, are really enjoyable. I, it starts to fall down for me when we get to Iceland. However, there are some good parts in that, uh, especially like the the Aston and the and the Jaguar chase on the on the on the ice. That that's particularly good. There is a lot of action in this film, which is really enjoyable. The CGI I know is very much a uh, a detractor, and for some reason, watching it um, on the big screen, a lot of the parts of that that didn't really seem to have held up very well over the last twenty years. But then again, you know, that, that, that whole thing about the, the CGI, yes, it dates it and it's a bit OTT, but it doesn't put you off, you know, the backward projection from the, the, you know, the 60s movies especially. I'm think, thinking specifically about You Only Live Twice. It doesn't put you off watching that film, so I don't think it should really detract too much here. I just think, you know, it just gets a bit too ludicrous towards the end in terms of the action. The, the whole vanishing Aston Martin is ridiculous, but, you know, back in 1977... The idea of a, of a Lotus turning into a submarine was a bit farcical, but we all love that, don't we? <laughs> so I, I do think it. Yes, it is ridiculous, but you kind of come to expect that with, with with Bond films, and I think that is why you know, as a reaction to the the over the over the topness of Dying of the Day, that's why unfortunately it was Pierce's swan song, and they went a different different route um, with Daniel Craig. Overall, Dying of the Day has probably climbed up a bit in my, my thoughts, because I, I actually really enjoyed it. The theme song's rubbish. It's definitely ranked at the bottom of, of the, the, the Bond themes for me. I don't particularly enjoy Madonna's cameo, but that fencing scene is actually quite enjoyable. Rosamund Pike is, is, is fantastic in her role. She's also gorgeous. So that always helps, and you know, David Arnold's score for the for the film is, is 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 very good. You know, a lot. What we possibly forget about Dying of the Day is that it it was an anniversary 
movie. It was 40 years of Bond movies when it came out in 2002. So there are a lot of callbacks to to the earlier films. Some very obvious. Jinx coming out of the water in the in the orange bikini, obviously. Um, some less obvious, but enjoyable. And, and as I said, I'd probably not watched Dying of the Day for, for a good decade before seeing it on the, on the big screen. So maybe that's why I enjoyed it more than I probably would have done. Sad to see the back of Pierce, to be honest, because, you know, he was really in, in full flow of this film. It could have been interesting to see if he'd had more of a an era akin to Roger, but, you know, there we are. Really enjoyed it, as I say, better than I thought I would. That's the that's the end of Pierce's tenure, and now we go into the, the Daniel Craig era, the story arc, and coming to one of the best, if definitely one of the top top tier Bond films in Casino Royale next. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. This is a tale of the supernatural. The Tapes, a podcast of the uncanny. Do you believe in ghosts? Join me, host Christopher Goldie, and guests as we discuss the best in unsettling television and film. Who is this? Who is coming? Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Search for at the tapes pod. Part of the Pod Dojo Network. Dine of the day. My guilty pleasure <laughs> Bond movie. I was yes. my favorite. When I would say this about this movie, I grow I I would say this I grow my appreciation for that movie because I appreciate what the movie is. It's fun entertainment. It's a fun ride of a movie. I always tell people when they get to I want Bond go to Iceland when the movie goes over the top I'm on board with the direction it goes yeah. with it's so yeah. over the top fun I mean you got space lasers you got Bond jumping on a kite surfing sequence I love that sequence and uh it's a lot of over the top <laughs> stuff in that film it's fun it's fun that's what they're telling you even Lee Tomahori said in interviews that he know he didn't make the he did not make the best bump but he made an entertaining and a fun movie yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah, because not not every film was going to be like that. They were never going to do another Pierce Brosnan like that. They would have made it more serious, wouldn't they? Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it being a mix of that. It's serious in the first half, and the second half is over yeah. the top. It's kind of like Moonbreaker. I call Dino Day the Moonbreaker. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's kind of like the Moonbreaker of his of his time. <laughs> That's true. I it, and the plot is actually quite similar, and and to the book as well. Oh yeah, they do follow the book and stuff. Uh, I heard a lot of people say they follow the book very well. Yeah, I like the Madonna die another day thing. That's one of my favorite yes, things. I, I love it. Today. Yeah, I think it's a fun thing. And I love her cameo as Bertie. Uh, I love that. Yeah. And Gustav Graves, he's an over the top campy villain. You could you could yeah. t- you could just tell the performance. <laughs> he's hamming it up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those I, your favorite villains then? Yeah. Oh, and I love his RoboCop suit at the end. It's so silly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when I first seen it, that did turn me out. The movie, like, why he wearing that? Yeah. <laughs> but over the years, yeah. I've grown to appreciate that suit he wears. It's, it's so funny cool. now, isn't it? It's so funny, but I love it. I gotta respect it. It's an it's an epic death as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a great. I know. Thing, I know yeah. it's a homage to Goldfinger. It's, it, uh, Goldfinger yeah, it is, suck yeah, out yeah. the plane, but it's kind of homage to that. But different to that, uh, Goose Dog go to the engine of the plane. Time to face. Yeah. Time to face gravity. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and what do you think of Halle Berry? What do you think Underrated of her? Underrated performance, in my opinion. I always say this, her direction, it's her di- the dialogue they give her, but she does a great job yeah, with the yeah. performance. I'm glad this is an interview I watched with her. She looked back at this movie as fun. She enjoyed her time yeah. being a Bond girl. 
she don't look back at this as no negativity. She looked at this was the no. funnest of career. She appreciate working with Brosnan. Uh, didn't I know Brosnan saved her life in that uh, in the love scene? You know? Yeah, <laughs> I did not even yeah, know. That's that. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he saved her life. <laughs> yeah, they got. Well, they look like they get on really well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they got underrated life. chemistry, and they, you can yeah, tell they, they enjoy yeah. working together. Uh, I love my, uh, uh, Rosamund Pike as Miranda Frost. I think she's a great Finn Battle villain. I mean, I knew she was gonna be the uh, villain because of obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, did you guess that then? You saw that coming, yeah. Mm, she was very suspicious when you, when I saw her. I said, she's very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> she's great though, isn't she? Oh, yeah. She's a really good actor. Great performance. Uh, I can't mean that was her first film. I said, wow, that was yeah. her first yeah. film. Wow. Amazing. Great performance. I liked her in Johnny English as well. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, the second yeah. film. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. great in Johnny English. That's a great parody of James she Bond. Played. It's a great Bond film. Uh, it's a great parody of the series. I love the Johnny English is, movies. Yeah. They pay great homage to Bond. But well, we love Rowan Atkins. Oh, he's great. he's great. He's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's and he's in Never Spin Ever Again. Yes, there's uh, uh, Nigel, yeah. Nigel Smallbuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well remembered, yeah. Who else is there in the film? I'm trying to think now. Michael Madsen. Well, Michael, Michael Madsen. Yeah. And uh, Damien Falco. He's a great character. I appreciate they play. They do a great part paying homages to the uh, movies. Uh, Bond, the uh, paying homages to it. I think they've done a great job. I think the Q scene is very entertaining. John Cleese oh, yeah. and Pierce Brosnan got great chemistry. And I would love to see if the, the movie would have continued. Yeah. I know it's in the video game. They spent spanning on it on everything or nothing. But they kind of remind yeah. me of the uh, Deadman. Hmm. Yeah, he did the voice yeah. for that game. He kind of did the voice yeah. for The World's Not Enough on the PlayStation and the N64. He did 007 Racing. Yes, John Cleese and uh, Brosnan got underrated chemistry, and I, I like them work. I like them working together. Oh, that lie he said that. Oh, I wish you, I, oh, I, uh, if it's obsession, Q, wish I could make you vanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I love the invisible car. I'm going to yes. keep praising this to the to to forever. I think the invisible car one of the most coolest gadgets in the series. I love it. I think it's pretty cool. I love I love that you get to play it in a video game. Everything or nothing. I love the invisible car. Yeah, I wish it would have been used a lot more. Well, if you see the film The Invisible Man, the new film, that is essentially yes. the same technology used. So it is. It could happen now. It's not as unrealistic yes. as people say. I think it's very. I think it's underrated. Underrated technology is a visible car. Yeah. I mean, if you watch, <laughs> you watch the Bond movie, you know you're gonna get. Brilliant. It's the last Pierce Brosnan film, isn't it? So it's a bit of a shame that it was his last one. We would have liked him to stay. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm very emotional about that. That was his last. I, I did not expect him to uh, leave the uh, franchise at the time because I, you know, I didn't have, we didn't have no news thing back in the day to tell us what happened. You know, you gotta find information yeah. on TV. Yeah. I was very heartbroken when he uh, was fired from the role. Well, he's the only one. Cause I thought been let go. Yes, and uh, well, that's just sad because the guy really enjoyed playing Bond. Well, yeah, he really did. <laughs> he loved it, didn't he? And he was. Every time you saw him, you, you were like, "That's that's James Bond. That's my James Bond." And you still do. Oh you yeah. Him, you think of him. That's Bond. When you still. Oh him. yeah. When you think of him, you see him. Yeah. You know his likeness in the video games over the years. You know you gotta go attachment toward the guy because he been he was Bond at the time. Well, we'll leave it there, Lorenzo. But after Dino of the Day, of course, we, we'll get to the Daniel Craig era back on the cinemas in the UK. So it's a very different take. You don't mind Casino Royale, do you? You quite like that one. Uh, I like that film. It took me over the years to grow. To that, that movie took a, took a long time to grow on me because of the direction of it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I like Casino Royale. I appreciate the direction of the series. 
But we'll just have to see where the, the next direction of the series goes because it's in a, a bit of a, a weird state at the moment. And I know Lorenzo yeah. would like an announcement for a new Bond so we could get behind them and get on with it, really. Yes, I do want to see another adventure, but I don't know if we're going to ever get that till we got, you know, 2025. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it probably will be there, won't it? At least then. Oh. Hey, everyone. This is Russell Harden III. I'm the editor on the four Pierce Brosnan Bond movies. And welcome to Really 007. Hey folks, how's it going? I hope you're well. So uh, yeah, I went to watch Die Another Day. It was yesterday, uh, Sunday at the Odeon in Manchester, uh, which has definitely become the main place I'm choosing to watch these films each week. Always good fun. I've been looking forward to this, actually. It is a film that I've seen least out of all the Bond films. I must have only, I think, seen it five or six times in the 20 years, which, trust me, is a lot less than the other ones for me. The first 30 minutes of this film, I think, is superb. I do love all the spy stuff, you know, in terms of the face-off between Bond and M, where she basically explains its policy to forget spies once they get captured. You know, she kind of pulls him up on the giving away the info and all that kind of stuff, but he says, no, you know, I didn't know what I was saying and all that kind of thing so that's that's cool i i love that bit you know we need a lot more of that stuff it doesn't make me think of the uh, the silver thing that she does in skyfall leave silver out there you know to get tortured and all that kind of stuff but uh, yeah the song's not bad i do like madonna you know she's obviously a talented person and uh, she's always doing these different styles over time and just inventing herself again it's just a shame i didn't we didn't get to hear do a big ballad you know something like live to tell which is one of her best songs just something like that just a good good big power ballad but i know we've had a lot of those in bond so it's good to hear something different i just feel that the song doesn't particularly go anywhere it's just kind of it's got some cool bits in it but i mean if you heard that song in a nightclub and like a neon lit nightclub you know and uh, it'd sound good you know i think yeah hey, this is good this is cool it's not bad it's pretty decent actually i think jinx is good i've always liked hallie you know she's uh, she's lovely and uh, i don't i just don't get the hate that she gets in this film don't think the dialogue is delivered particularly badly that people seem to say you know she's just working with what's there on the page and putting her own stamp on it i'd love to hear exactly what people have got against this uh, this part of jinx i mean uh, I just don't get the... I, I, the only thing I can think maybe is that she's always playing quite nice people in films and having her play a badass when she's so kind of cute and then nice is, I guess, my part of it. I don't know. Who knows? But obviously the spin-off wouldn't have been a, a good idea. Just not... I don't think many would have been into that at all, the, uh, the spin-off thing they were going to do. The only main bit of this film that I zoned out on, uh, despite it being the bottom of my chart, the, you know, I wasn't sat there completely bored and fed up with this film at all by a long way, you know. And um, the only bit I zone out on, as always, is all the Iceland stuff. And there's a couple of little bits that are quite good, you know, but um, that bit, I just, I can't wait for that to be, bit to be done. I just get so bored and when they're using the, um, the giant laser thing to uh, attack the palace thing, you know, it just looks like a bloody cartoon, you know, it's just, <laughs> what is going on there? And uh, the tsunami surfing thing, I mean, it looks a little bit dodgy when the, the sled model thing goes over the cliff and he just looks like a little model kind of hanging off there and you think yeah just stop it there you know just have him hanging off and climb back up maybe but who thought that wave surfing thing was a good idea and as soon as they saw you know that bit you know before they put the film out they must they sh who didn't think god this is awful we can't do this bit anyway enough negativity on that bit i think i've said enough about that bit and uh, it makes me laugh anyway <laughs> but uh, yeah it's kind of it does make you think uh, they got a bit upset about mike myers with austin powers spoofing bond and uh, they seem to use that as an ideas for the film, you know. It's, oh, let's just take it over the top then and, uh, you know, make this diamond thing into a giant laser, you know. Why don't, why don't we have Dr. Evil in it as well? Why, why, why are you going about it, you know? But I am glad it picks up in the third act. I must admit, I kind of forgot what 
happens in the third act. So it felt a bit newish to me, you know, going into a bit with Bond and Jinx going in. It's obviously big stakes going on. You know, the Yanks are getting upset there about uh, is he going to go past the DMZ with this um, flame thing and all that kind of stuff. So it does feel big stakes at the end and uh, it's good to see those two working together and uh, going into the uh, the base. That kind of stuff's always always good. Um, speaking of going in, there's a carry-on fan. I, I, <laughs> there is a lot of sexual innuendos in this film and uh, I'm sure a lot of people were, were just going, oh, God, you know, when they heard some of these. But I thought they were good and funny. And, uh, you know, it's it's a big part of Bond, all that kind of stuff with the funny lines. Yeah, there's lots of that through the film. I do love the cubits in this film, actually. I mentioned about the last one that John Cleese, they could have kept him out of the world. He's not enough and it would have still been fine. But uh, I do like his lines in this and I love all the hidden tube station stuff. Love things like that. That's a and seeing some of the gadgets obviously paying lip service to uh, old Bond films that's good it's good how he uses the um, the little mini um, tank thing you know in the water for air you know that's good when he's swimming swimming up to the um, the main bit that's cool but yeah Jinx versus Frost is cool especially when he, she gives it the bitch you know and she stabs her with the uh, thing with the book you know uh, that's good I'd forgotten all about that and I thought yeah she pulled that off well Hallie, that was good. I did totally forget about the money penny using the VIA glasses thing to, to get it on with James. That's so funny. And Samantha Bond just played that so well. And uh, I think it's quite telling. I've got near the end of these comments without mentioning the baddies in this. Yeah, Toby Stevens is, uh, you know, a decent actor. And uh, it, he, he does a smarm well. He's obviously coming from a, a, a well-known acting family. And uh, if anybody knows who his uh, family members are, uh, there's a, a line of actors there, which is cool. But... Um, yeah, I think, again, with this film, it does suffer from too many hench people and, and bad guys and stuff. I mean, what's going on with the weird blonde hair guy that looks like he was in Notting Hill, you know? There's something the matter with this yoghurt. It's kind of just... It's a bit like Elvis, isn't it? It's just crap. Yeah, it's still there, so... Yeah, a bit of negativity there this week on this one. But I did enjoy a good few chunks of this film. And, uh, yeah, it's well over the top. And uh, I think for people that love all the sort of franchise stuff, uh, I can see why why people like it, actually. But um, for me personally, it's just a long way off all the kind of Fleming stuff, all the spycraft and all that kind of thing. There's a bit of it in this, as I say at the start, but not much. But, yeah, all James Bond films are pizzas, David and Calvin say. So this is one with just a lot of weird toppings that... It's a bit bit burnt, you know? I absolutely can't wait for next week to see my top James Bond film next Sunday. Looking forward to that so much. I've seen that uh, in London this year. Took Jane to it and, yeah, can't wait for that one. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you later. Uh, check me out on Twitter. My handle on Twitter is the Northerner Who Love Me. And uh, if you love Bond films and you're on Twitter, just get yourself on there, get talking about these uh, lovely films. But, yeah, take care of yourself. See you later. Bye-bye. Hi, Patch again. Unlike the last three Brotten films, I re-watched Dine of the Day at home rather than seeing it at the cinema. This is a film I'm not very keen on, and haven't been so for quite some time. However, on this occasion, I think I would be beating a dead horse trying to describe why it doesn't really work for me, so instead, I thought I might continue the positive tone of my previous audio reviews by talking about what I do like about this film. After all, I'm of the firm opinion that the James Bond film franchise is overall a very good one, meaning that there's always something positive you can salvage from any of the films, even if you don't like a few of them as a package. So I first feel I should compliment the brilliant villainess that is Rosalind Pike's Miranda Frost. Now there's been a number of enjoyable female henchwomen in the series, and there's generally been something interesting to differentiate each of them, and Frost is no exception. Making her a skilled fencer is just a fun idea and a good reason for her to have a sword fight with Jinx at the end. 
Rosamund Pike incredibly manages to give this character a certain amount of class, which works since the film initially sets her up like she's going to be yet another agent who's going to try and one-up Bond. Of course, that's what Jinx's role in the story is supposed to be, so instead, Purvis and Wade decide to reveal that Frost is the informant who betrayed Bond in North Korea. A rather neat twist, and one that allows Rosamund Pike to have a lot of fun in her role, just as Luciana Peluzzi really enjoyed playing a villainous and Thunderball. Pierce Brosnan is also on fine form in his final film as Bond. He doesn't necessarily do that much stuff that's special compared to his previous films, but in the early parts of the film where he's dealing with dramatic stuff, his performance is surprisingly well judged. That aside, it's largely business as usual for Brosnan. He does everything you'd expect from him, and there's no doubt that he certainly had another film in him. My rewatch also allowed me to appreciate the henchman of Zhao, because you know what? He's not bad at all. When you take away the gene therapy changing his appearance slightly and the diamonds still being embedded in his face, Zhao works mainly because of how Rick Hume plays him. I find his performance to be fairly muted and stoic, which does give him a degree of menace. Plus, I like the fact he actually has his own gadget-laden car to go up against Bond Vanquish in the car chase on ice. Speaking of which, that's one particular standout sequence I always enjoy. Whenever you have Vic Armstrong's second unit action in this film, they tend to feel a little more Bondian than the first unit action directed by Lee Tamahori. And who can forget that lovely little moment where the Bond uses the ejector seat to flip his car over? Yeah, it's probably unrealistic, yet it remains in the fun vein of fantastical moments in films such as Moonraker, so I honestly don't mind it. Something I also generally hear as a positive for this film is the pre-credits sequence. For the most part, I found myself rather engaged with it. Whatever I might say about missed potential and such, there are some brilliant ideas set up here. Having Bond infiltrate North Korea and basically fail at the last moment of his mission by getting captured is still an excitingly innovative concept. And Will Yun Lee's Colonel Moon comes across as a slightly different but fun type of villain. He's clearly younger than Bond, but with his martial arts skills and hot-headedness, I think he would have been a fantastic threat for Bond to face in the rest of the film. Alas, he instead becomes Toby Stevens' Gustav Graves. And the hovercraft chase may feel a little standard for some, but since most of it is done practically rather than relying on green screen and CGI, it comes across as one of the more successful action set pieces. As is the sword fight, which is a refreshing spin on the traditional scenario of Bond playing a game against the villain during their initial meeting. Both Brosnan and Toby Stevens give it their all here, and the end result is frantic but not too crazy. Most of the other parts of the film that work for me tend to be ones directly following on from what was set up in the pre credit sequence. So, Bond going rogue is a trope that has been done to death by now, though at this point it might have still had some steam in it. The prisoner exchange sequence feels triumphant enough that the way in which Bond's confrontation with Emma aboard the ship is played, it feels genuinely impactful. The score particularly helps in these moments, and one of the more intriguing elements of the first quarter of Die Another Day is Bond's brief encounter with Mr Chang in Hong Kong. That little reference to Bond's former Cold War days with him mentioning that he's got no intention of taking Hong Kong back from the Chinese is a nice touch. And it's the sort of thing I wonder why the filmmakers didn't explore further. Also, am I interpreting it wrong? Or is Bond effectively working for the Chinese government in some fashion because of this? I mean, the kit including a passport that Mr. Chang gives him is apparently a present from Beijing. 
and I doubt they informed MI6 about Bond getting in touch with Mr. Chang. Bond's license to kill has been rescinded after all. It's a curious element that's never brought up again, but I thought it was worth mentioning anyway. And then there's Cuba, which I have to admit is a suitably picturesque location for a Bond film. I think it would have been a pretty ideal location to set more of the filming, and utilising the ally Raoul further would have been great too, because this character is wonderfully charismatic, and has a touch of Karen Bay or Columbo about him. Just the way he talks about how life is different for him after the revolution makes me wish he had a more pivotal role in the film. Finally, what about David Arnold's score? Well, to put it simply, it's absolutely brilliant. Definitely my personal favourite out of all of Arnold's scores. There's just something about it that feels even closer to classic Bond scores than the scores of the previous films, likely because Dying of the Day was supposed to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the series. There's even a cue in the track Kiss of Life which includes the electronic sound effects which were used at the beginning of Dr. No's Gun Barrel. It's a subtle reference, but it somehow suits the scene. As for my personal highlights of the whole soundtrack, I would personally recommend the tracks Hovercraft Chase, Cuba and Cuban Car, Bond Gets a Key in Virtual Reality, Iced Incorporated, and finally Gustav Graves' Gravitational Exit. So there we have everything I like about Dine of the Day. Like I said at the start, this is hardly my favourite film in the series. In fact, it's probably my least favourite of the Eon produced films. But if there's anything I can take away from it, is that in many ways there are tons of ingredients that could have made for an excellent 40th anniversary film. What we got in the end may not have been the film that Brosnan deserved to go out with, it doesn't spoil my appetite so much that I wouldn't have wanted another Brosnan film. On the contrary, I would have been very glad to have seen Brosnan do a fifth film, perhaps one with a similar tone to Goldeneye. Then he could gracefully hand over to the next fella. Nonetheless, I've overall had a good time revisiting the Brosnan era. I perhaps underappreciated it a little too much recently, and The World Is Not Enough in particular has certainly been improved for me. It's a fairly solid era that introduced a new generation of fans to James Bond, which is a great achievement indeed. But next time, we'll head back to the beginning of the most recent actor's tenure, with Daniel Craig and Casino Royale. Till then! Bob Foster and Kieran Richard gave us their thoughts on Dino the Day, having seen it at the cinema. So good evening folks, uh, we've just exited the cinema for the 20th time. Yes, at Derby Odeon. Derby Odeon, seeing Dino of the Day, and then there were two. It's yes. literally like Genesis, getting smaller in numbers <laughs> yes. each time. Yes. Um, that joke's very old now. But anyway, yes, we've just finished Dino of the Day. Esteemed colleague Bob Foster, myself, Kevin Richard. Um, what do you think, Bob? Even you're saying it now. I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy it, but I knew that there were going to be the hurdles to get over. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do enjoy the pre-titles. Um, yeah, it, it's good. It's it's fast. It's good paced action. There's the, the hover hovercraft craft chase is very good. Mm. I've always got issues with Colonel Moon, a small Korean, changing into uh, Toby Stevens, who's about six inches taller, and the the the, the obvious the obvious CGI. Uh, in particular, the uh, surfing that, that just looks so out of place and so amateur. Mm -hmm. And 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 thinking about that, looking looking at it through the film, a lot of the CGI did look very thrown together. Mm. A lot of it, but yeah, Pierce is. I won't say he was bored with the role. 
because I, I think he, I, I, well, he was assuming he was going to do another one anyway. But mm. it was, it was, it, it was like playing it by numbers. He was. The, pro- um, the problem is he could only work with what he had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it, at least he didn't have control over the script like uh, Mr. Craig did in the end. Well, that's that's how it should be personally. Yeah, personally. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I did enjoy it. Mm. The the title song. I, I I've always had a, a gripe about. I've I've always wanted um, Bond to be captured and be able to escape without any gadgets, and they got so far. Mm. When I saw the first shots of Brosnan with a full beard, long hair. I thought, yeah, they're going to do it this time. And all they did was exchange him. Yeah. They, just, they just let him out. <laughs> it's a slight um, anticlimax, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, 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 I must admit, the invisible car didn't bother me so much this time at mm. all. Because you, you, can, you can actually see it in quite a lot of the film, mm. especially the, uh, the ice chase. That's very good, that is. Mm. Uh, with the with Zhao's um, jag, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. How it's, about you? No, to be, to be fair, do you know what? Yeah, this film gets a hell of a lot of bad press, and don't get me wrong, I can see why. Um, especially when you go from three, personally, very strong Brosnan instalments, and I can see, as I said, I can see why it gets the negative press. But watching it again, I think it was a good idea, but I just think the execution could have been mm-hmm. better. Um, yeah. They relied heavily too much on CGI in certain places. And like I said to you, Bob, as soon as it finished, the problem is that surfing scene is completely superfluous. They did not need no, to include it. They, they, could have, they literally could have escaped, yeah. gone down the dome and jumped into the Aston. Yeah. And then there's the car chase. I think that would have worked much better. And I'm sure someone's edited a scene on YouTube and it's out there somewhere. But I do think the CGI, when it's overused, lets it down, the film, massively. Yeah. And like we were saying... Because it's so obvious. Well, it is. And, 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 and it's not aged well, some of the CGI. And, and like I said to you, yeah. I mean, Barbara Broccoli, she's, she's very pedantic and very... You know, she's very driven to make a good film. Why the hell she let things take a turn in which they did I I don't know but we can forgive them I mean the film is not bad I personally think it's the weakest instalment of every single one yes definitely but it's still watchable yeah what's his name Toby Stevens mm. let's let's have a little chat about him I think he, he is like a pantomime villain he is it's his grimace it's his <laughs> <laughs> even from his well his first proper scene coming down what a beautiful day for being a knight. Yes. What a beautiful day to become a knight. I yeah. mean, like I said to you before when we were driving here, as soon as he opens his mouth, you want to smack him. Yes, because, And I'm not a violent man, but you just want to slap him with a wet fish because yeah. Yeah. He, he is he is irritating. And I suppose that's that's good. That because, is part because of that, it, That's yeah. how he yeah. plays the character, and yeah. that's good. But I do think he is slightly wooden in places. Yes, he is. Um, which is a shame. Because he is actually a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I suppose you're only as good as the script with which you have to work. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they did throw a lot into it that they, they didn't really need to. Do you know to. what? Like they, they did. He, they even did. down to his, that he doesn't sleep. But you didn't need, didn't need that, that in no. the film at all. It's The, the problem is, it, it, very much a case this film, <coughs> too many cooks spoiled the broth. Yeah. They try and put too many ideas in, especially seeing as it was the 40th anniversary as well. Yeah. They went overboard. 
Yeah. And I don't think it quite worked. Whereas Skyfall, less is more. Yes. Got it right from Absolutely. the 50s. Um, the thing I was thinking when watching this film is, do you know what? I think if they'd have made, killed off Colonel Moon at the beginning, mm. he was the main villain, kill him off, and then have Zhao become the yes. main villain. Yes. I actually think he's better as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. And it, he could have done all of that. Yes, and they wouldn't have, have needed to have, have done. brought in all the ridiculous idea about gene therapy. Yeah. Um, I know Bond's far-fetched in places anyway, but this just goes beyond the realm yeah. of uh, fantasy, I think. And, and I think it, it proved as well with how how good Desmond Llewellyn was mm. as Q, because um, John Cleese is virtually playing it as Basil Fawlty. Well, he is. It, yeah. it really is. But I enjoyed um, his performance well, more watching the, the, this, the, this The time. biggest laugh, uh, obviously, at the end <laughs> when Money Play is playing about. <laughs> Money, money Penny's playing about with it. Yeah. That that is really. I really laughed out loud at that. Oh, there was one lady who was killing herself yeah, she on, was. on the next. I think she nearly fell off a seat. God, actually. but um, it's funny. This is the almost the equivalent of Caroline Bliss's role within yeah. the license. Yeah. Samantha Bond does not have a big role. No. And apart from no. that end scene, which turns out to be fantasy within yeah. the context, yeah. it's not actually. She has no engagement really with Bond. No. But no, Cleese I liked more than. I expected to from yeah. when I last saw this film, and and you know what, the vanish, I actually quite like the yes, idea. It holds, yes, if they yes. had just made that the only sort of CGI, heavily CGI yeah. element, I think the film would have held out. But it goes back to what I was saying: great idea, but I just think slightly poor execution. Although it's not terrible. Yeah, both um, the girls were good as well. But yeah, let's focus Alex, on some of the positives and, because and Miranda, believe it or uh, not, Rosamund Pike. Well, I mean. For me, there are positives in this film. Mm. So let's focus on those. I mean, yeah, Rosamund Pike, I think, is fabulous. Yeah, she is. Uh, they, they could have made a, a, a role a little bit bigger, actually. I agree. I agree. Um, she, in fact, she could have been the main villain. I was thinking, oh, yeah. She could yeah. have really been. And, and I mean, it would have been a real shock. With I mean, it, it, they did change it towards the end anyway, that she was a double agent. Mm. That, uh, yeah, she needn't have been his underling really she could have been the main villain to be fair they could have gone down the line of world is not enough they could have made him out to be Zhao to be the main villain if they yeah. had gone with him and then turns out she's the main villain yeah yeah um or they're working together in partnership but no they, i mean she's fabulous i even yeah. like Halle Berry's yes. actually really good yeah she is but i'm glad she didn't get her spin-off yeah because yeah. Uh, i'll be honest i think that would have been a step too far yes it would um, it would have been another remake of of that really wouldn't it, it? Would, you'd have thought but there's no character development with her i don't think no. um score <coughs> fabulous i actually i really like this score by david arnold but i do agree bob a few too many drums there's a bit too much percussion, percussion in it yeah exactly. it goes a tiny bit over the top but as we know it comes smack back down to earth with the next one without being you oh, being able to have the fall back on the bond theme and in and he does an absolutely admirable job. Absolutely. I think some of my favourite cues from this are probably the ice chase. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think that musical yeah, score is with, super, the, with the trumpet. Yeah, the, is, is yeah. Uh, for me that gave me chicken skin. Mm. Um, Love that. And even even the opening theme, you know, even the gumball music. Yeah. Although there is a lot of percussion, I still think it's fabulous. Yeah. And it, yeah. Even the bullet is acceptable, let's be mm. honest. Um, well, it was just a, an enhancement for the of course it was. 20th one. But then you've got the hovercraft chase scene. I mean, the score to that is also really good. It is. Um, there are good elements to this film. And I quite like M. Because this is the first time we see M with Brosnan's Bond, where she's more like Craig's M. Yes. Quite, yeah. quite cold, not very open. Um, yeah. And almost 
almost an enemy of, mm. of Bond, yeah. um, rather than an ally. Yeah, she's um, she's quite prepared to like throw him away, isn't exactly. she? To lock him away. Anything new you noticed from this particular screening? No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing new at all. As I say, they all, they're all getting fairly modern. Yeah. There's nothing. There's there's nothing that you can pick up on picture wise. There's nothing. Mm. Sound-wise, really, that mm. that I hadn't heard, that I didn't notice before. Yeah, same. Just the quality in the picture was very good. Yes, it was. That, I mean, yeah. especially the scenes with Zhao when you're up close yeah. to him and he's leaning <clears throat> over Jinx with the lasers. The quality there was superb, and yeah, that was that yes, was a big, a big step in the right yeah. direction, I yeah. think. So, very good print quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, all in all, it, it was enjoyable. It I was, mean, well, it was made even more enjoyable that we didn't have to sit through Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris well, again. Well, there's, there's always a silver lining. Um, <laughs> first, time we've, first time we've been to one of these and it hasn't showed it. And this is potentially our last screening altogether. Yes, altogether. Um, yes, at the moment I'm seeing the rest on my own. And pretty much the same for myself and different dates which <coughs> coincide with work. No, honestly, good film. I mean, but Yes, I, I enjoyed it. It is the weakest, Yeah, I will be honest. But it's still not terrible. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it is a bomb film. There are good points to be taken. And if it hadn't have been for the, I suppose, the flaws in this film, mm. we might not have good, exactly. got as good as Casino yeah. Royale. Because yeah. it, it, they learned from their mistakes, yeah. I feel, and they managed to push forward. Exactly, yes. And, and, yes. and, and remedy, the, point, remedy yeah. the wrong. So if it hadn't have been what it was, mm. we might not have got as strong but it as just, Again, it just shows you... The difference that Purvis and Wade can, how they can write differently mm. with what they did with this and then with Casino. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, so, uh, well, we'll talk about that next time. So we've reached, we've reached the end of Brosden Zero. Yes, Brosden is no more, and now we beckon Craig, yes. Daniel Craig. So, should be very good. I mean, I'm guessing we'll be doing separate reviews yes, uh, for, for, so. for the next one, but um, looking forward to that. Yeah. That's for, yeah, us to divulge, for us to divulge next time. But um, I don't think we're going to fill half an hour tonight. Not Bob. tonight, no. Um, I don't think there's enough of dying no, another day. So, no. uh, um, or enough of us. Well, exactly. But we'll live to do that on another day, shall yes. we say. But, uh, but no, go and see it, folks. Go and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, see the last of Brosnan's instalments. And we'll and look forward to listening to everybody else's reviews. Absolutely. See if they align with ours. Well, exactly. Hopefully we can't be too wrong. But, yeah. uh, but no, thanks for listening, folks. And yeah. We'll see okay. you next time. Bye. You don't seem too pleased to see me. If I'd had my way, you'd still be in North Korea. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your freedom came at too high a price. Zhao. He tried to blow up a summit between South Korea and China. Took out three Chinese agents before he was caught. 
now he's free. I never asked to be traded. I'd rather die in prison than let him loose. You had your cyanide. Threw it away years ago. What the hell is this all about? The top American agent in the North Korean High Command was executed a week ago. The Americans intercepted a signal from your prison naming him. And they think it's me. You were the only inmate. They concluded you cracked under torture and were hemorrhaging information. We had to get you out. And what do you think? With the drugs they were giving you, you wouldn't know what you did or didn't say. I know the rules. And number one is no deals. Get caught and you're given up. The mission was compromised. Moon got a call exposing me. He had a partner in the West, even his father knew about it. Whether that's true or not, it's irrelevant. No, it isn't. The same person who set me up then has just set me up again to get Zhao out, so I'm going after him. The only place you're going is our evaluation center in the Falklands. Double O status rescinded. Along with my freedom? For as long as I deem necessary, yes. You're no use to anyone now. The end of the Pierce Brosnan era on the big screen, going down together. Mm -hmm. That we did. <laughs> that we did. <laughs> what did, you, what did it, you notice? Anything on the big screen? Any differences? Any anything new from that? I don't know. The older I get, the sex scene with him, with, him, with Bond and Jinx, just gets me more uncomfortable as I get older. And it, it should, I feel like it should be the opposite. And it just, I don't know. That's like the first thing that I can think of. I'm just like. Wow, yeah. it's like other people. I'm watching this with, with other people. Yeah, and yeah. It's this, like... Is it more awkward than the Zenny on a top? The yes. Golden Eye. Yeah, I feel I felt well, way more awkward Perhaps. Than that. Perhaps. But it is original math, though. Well, yeah, I, I, I think I might have mentioned this before. Not, 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 not the how, it, not yeah. how it's no, no. filmed or whatever. But <laughs> it's quite unusual for nauseating um, detail. <laughs> <laughs> but for <laughs> normally the first the first woman that Bond beds isn't the one that he ends up. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the way that, like, the music plays whilst, you know, it's sort of, like, mysterious and stuff, yeah, as yeah. though she'll be canned off or something, or she'll be the one who, yeah, you know, and, and obviously he'll end up with Miranda Frost, who's the more, you know, traditional Bond girl. But no. So. Oh, again, great, you know, misdirection, <laughs> deliberate. Superb. I don't know, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm trying to think back to the time, because this is... I kind of, like, knew the world like, when it was out a little bit, but I was still yeah. so young then. But Dino Day, I remember more when it came out, and my, one of my uncles had a, had a legal copy of the film to watch it. Oh, nice. Very much a legal copy. And, like, I remember watching it, bits of it. I don't think I ever watched the whole thing at the time, but even then I was like... I think because I was more <laughs> watching more anyway, it was like, yeah. this is a bit weird. <laughs> different and I it's don't, really weird like really weird and i'm like okay and i still feel the same today like 20 it's 20 yeah. years later do you mean the film as a whole or the sex scene or no oh the film as a whole I'm, I, we can't focus on the sex scene yeah, 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 we can't yeah. Yeah. no I, the film as a whole it is just it's uh there's a lot going on here there's um, so much i know but i i really do think it i think i think it on the whole it's entertaining i know there's yeah. various things but it rattles along at such a pace yeah, as yeah. well. It hardly lets up. 
And I will say, I went from like heading heading hands at the at the windsurfing tsunami yeah. scene to elation at the Aston Martin Jaguar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. George every, is a massive fan of that. Everything yeah. about that works. You know, the, yeah. you know, the music, the colors, and how it goes right. into the ice palace and the confrontation yeah. with Zara. I love yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. just it's silly. They don't need to have that windsur. You know, the landscape oh, no, record no. thing at all yeah. because you know. It, he escapes from the ice palace only to get back to then yeah, he has escape to drive in the back. car again yeah. and you know it's just yeah it's too really, much that, that, that feels like just one of those concepts that's like we'll put it somewhere yeah. oh it, yeah, could, yeah. it could fit into this let's put it in here yeah yeah it's a shame but the plot's very odd isn't it I mean it, I quite like the double crossing and all that and I love the fact that North Korea are the baddies and, you know, you've got all yeah. that going on. Well, it's like they're not, no, because the... the well, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, they're being played it, as well. The, the dad? Yeah, like he, Yeah, yeah, he's all like, oh, no, we can't do this, we can't do this. Yeah. It, it's Gustav slash the, yeah. the Colonel Moon, who's like the one who's... Yeah, a bit like all of to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. go, yeah. I don't know why they were defending North Korea, though. But, <laughs> but, no, but like, still, yeah. In this fictional world. That yeah, yeah, in, yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think the whole, what I get confused, I don't know if either of you know, but do you know, like, when Bond, Bond says from the get go, someone betrayed me, I'm like, yeah. When, yeah. When, when, when is he betrayed it because in the, like, the pre title? Because, I mean, surely Zal, like, all I know is that Zal takes a picture, runs a scan, and it's James Bond. And so to me, I never oh, got yeah. I'm like, oh, well, they're no, doing I that just to chat, but. I think it's not, you know, Really, you know, Bond is a spy, so it shouldn't it shouldn't be as easy as someone taking a picture and you know it runs. Max Max so, Yeah, yeah, but that that I mean, does happen. Yeah, but I, I think what it's supposed to be is that he sends a picture and Miranda Frost, their insider, betrays him. Oh right, I yeah. Think. yeah. I think. I don't know, I just but I so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. just that's that. I mean, that's just one. <laughs> One man in it, but I mean, the rest of it makes sense. Everything else afterwards makes sense. But, but like the hovercrafts and stuff were well. Yeah, that was fantastic. Screen. Yeah, uh, really good. Yeah, and that's all real, isn't it? Yeah, really? there's only a couple bits with the back projection, whether it looks a bit yeah. green screeny or something. But but Brosnan that, looks like I, he's right in the thick of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times with that. If we're going to talk about the, you know, that stuff, there's a lot of times where the, the lines around people look so soft and it looks Vaseline-y. I'm just like, yeah. this, you know, compared to I mean, I know when. The, the the hardcore defenders of Diamond Day will say, well, what, you know, what about the back projection, like Doctor No, and like the other films, and like that's yeah, still yeah. like real, real footage. Yeah, they filmed it. It's all real and real, whereas like some it's just yeah. with yeah, this, yeah, yeah. it's just way more noticeable yeah. because it looks more fake. You know, I say it's a weird, it's a mm, weird thing yeah. to think about, but it's like that a lot. Like the like the waves in the, in the windsurfing scene, for example, yeah. that looks great, but you see this little. At the start, it's Brosnan com- composite. No, 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 no. Oh, right, no, okay. No, it's wrong. No, that look, that's in the good. Title, it's fine, but I mean, yeah. just see this like Pierce Brosnan yeah. doing this. Yeah. And it just looks so out of place. I'm like, more time, more color yeah. correction. I mean, they do a lot of color correction and weird. The colors are very odd. Right? It's yeah. such a bright film, isn't it, compared to the others? It but it doesn't feel vibrant either. No, <laughs> like, but the, the the outfits are too. Like Jinx's outfits are so ridiculous. You know, she's meant yeah. to be not well spy, isn't she? Really? Well, yeah. I mean, she draws plenty of attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, Jinx. I struggle with. A it's lot. a weird performance. But I, I, I think, I don't know. A lot of the rest of it just, just needs to be dialed down a bit. Yeah. Each performance or each character. I'll and, say about know. Halle Berry. Actually, I think aside from the Your Mama scene, I think Jinx is great when she's not with. Bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I just think Los Organos. And I think, and I think maybe mo- yeah, yeah, most of the dialogue yeah. 
between the two, I just don't think it's great. But when she's on her own, yeah. or she's doing whatever else, I yeah, think probably. the actual lines are better. And I think yeah. her, her acting's better. I think when she's in the clinic, yeah. I think she's great there, inside the clinic, outside when it's a bit weird. But, I'd love uh, to know, though, because yeah. she's given these lines and she obviously is like, right, I'm just going to have to... Go yeah, along with yeah. it and have fun with it. That's what it is, isn't it? Also, this is the same year that Austin Powers Goldman came out. Yeah, there's a and lot I, of and I think Johnny English, Austin Powers. I think those two things in particular really kind of like skewer the yeah. line about what, yeah. what had been coming out. I think the world has not enough got away with it just because oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Austin Powers was still so fresh by then, but it, now it's like... It does feel like it's, it's gone too far, you know, sort of going too far, didn't oh, it? Yeah. When it came out, like we... We don't want a superhero. Yeah. Like the ending is is very action teamy up at the end. Oh yeah. Which is it's good in a way. Yeah. But I, I don't like those outfits either. Sorry, I'm upset. The camouflage. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty depressing. <laughs> and that the plane get. I mean. Yeah, the, the plane. I, I love. I do like the fact that I like the sets. Some of the sets are brilliant. That I like that final command center, and I like yeah. how you've got the two fights going on at the same time. Yeah. Which is quite action film. Yeah. But you know it's like. Sorry, Miranda, why are you wearing that at the end? Yeah, I mean, it's so iconic. She was though. getting changed, and then they went through yeah. the through the Icarus beam, and, she, and then suddenly she just, you know, part of her clothes went, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go see what this is now. Yeah. You know, yeah. What do you guys think of Gustav Graves? I love him. And, I honestly, and also I love him. I love him. C- uh, Colonel Moon. Yeah. So, and, and that whole storyline. It's a weird, st- it's a, the storyline is original, but that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, you know, well, just because it hasn't been done Moonraker. before. Well, yeah. But, yeah. but sorry. But, yeah. <coughs> <laughs> we go again. Yeah. I, I think I quite like, with a lot of the baddies, how he just appears halfway through ish, doesn't yeah. he? Miranda appears quite late in it. Yeah, both of them after Cuba. Yeah. Mm. I think they're a great trio of baddies with Zao. I really do. I think they, they're all mm. sort of. She gets so cocky, Miranda, like. When she's, she, she is. I mean, she's the best character in the film. Yeah, yeah. I will, I'll say that. Anyway. And another yeah. double-crossing female villain. I kept, mm-hmm. Did we? We're like, oh, it must have been a bit. Yeah, I think it was a bit. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's not as big as Electra, obviously. But you know. no. no. Well, I, well, I mean, well, I mean, she. I mean, she's she's the, you know, she's kind of the hen, uh, the, the henchwoman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Henchwoman. But I don't know. It's that always seen. I just seen of it because I think if you go out to the base fitness, like, oh, there's there's one good female yeah. and one bad one and just in terms of like the marketing again which I remember at the time yeah. but I think that was what seven years old like it just seemed oh she's the bad guy oh just yeah yeah I remember, I suppose so, I remember yeah. like one of the promo images was her in that outfit but with the sword yeah and compared to Jinx who's literally side by side with Bond yeah, yeah. it's like why would you yeah, why, yeah. You know, there's, <laughs> if she's gonna die or she's gonna be yeah. oh, Jinx is gonna be the bad yeah. one then I mean she wouldn't why would she be that you know what I mean so it's a bit but I mean, she still does. I mean, Rhonda's great. I mean, oh, yeah. Rosamund Pike. She's so young, that. isn't she? Yeah, I know yeah. it's his first film, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, in her first scene, she seems so much older than she is. Oh, she's yeah, extremely yeah. mature, and her voice is very mature. And then you just cut to her when she's fencing. You just go, "Wait, is that the same person?" Like, yeah. Like, oh, the fencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that? No, no, no. Yeah, but it's yeah. just that you know, you go from her being like this. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. Mm. We can't keep her much to waiting any longer. And then suddenly she's just like, you know. She's so young and pretty, and that, well, basically everything that Madonna is just loving <laughs> yeah, yeah. about her. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, I like all that. I like all of the blade stuff, and yeah, I just want to bloody continue and all this. I will say, I watched uh, the Avengers nineteen ninety eight film for the first oh, time right. oh. a, a week or so ago, and I saw Blade the 
that lobby set was used in there and I was yeah. like oh my god I'm expecting uh, Toby Stevens and Rosamund Pike <laughs> and Pierce Brosnan to suddenly just walk out <laughs> I, do, I do like Toby Stevens I've always liked him as an actor and I think it, it's underrated that he's Maggie Smith's son yeah it, oh, that's, yeah, I it's good though. No, that's good for him though, because he's he's not remembered as again. And you know, a lot of it might be the direction of everything. I just think if it just dials it back a little yes, bit, yeah, yeah, you I'm, know, I'm more comfortable with the performance. You know, I, I still really love it now because I, I get more that Colonel Moon is playing Gustav's graves as this, mm. yeah, yeah, as yeah, this yeah, type of thing, and he's really like he hates the kind of person that he's being. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I'm Great gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get mm. away with it, whatever. But Despite that and knowing that, it doesn't mean that I still I love it because I, I think a lot of it is like, oh, maybe like just don't do that. <laughs> maybe oh, no, just, yeah. no. Tell it back a little bit. No. But, you know, the idea is fine. I mean, I, I, I probably would have rather seen a film with Colonel Moon and. Maybe. And, and keep, yes. keep Zhao hot. Don't do this weird. Yeah, yeah what? what so why is he bald and. Because you know, he's, he's mid-transition. Um, why is his skin sort of pale? Because he's becoming like? Caucasian and this yeah. weird DNA thing. It's um, bone marrow. So weird. Really yeah, the, bl- the blue eye. Yeah. Well, it's just so that he looks iconic. Oh, he looks, yeah. He's very iconic. I mean, he's, but got, he, he, he's got the blue diamonds in his face. But if, I mean, he, yeah, no. if he looks how crispy is at the start with the diamonds, I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect, diamonds, that, diamonds in the yeah. face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you look great. Yeah. Yeah. The American accent. Is he American? I think he might have been. I always yeah. find his movements quite... He's got very straight back. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. he often doesn't uh, move his neck. He, he moves right. his... Fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So iconic, yeah. There's yeah. quite a few good shots, though. Loads of close-ups. You know, the yeah. pictures you were taking. Yeah, there, no, there are... The two, the, the two yeah. characters next to each other. And, yeah. Hmm. There are, no, there are some good shots. Stills. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I, no, and I will say, most of, most of the actual action is shot... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, some of the editing, a little bit, you know, the choppy choices, that, that kind of yeah. sat, that shutter shutter speed. Yeah, yeah. When it's unnecessary, I think there was some odd bits of like slow motion in someone never dies, but I feel like yeah, you know, very few far between, and they they always highlighted something. Whereas yeah, that was done here with slow motion and shutter speed, but then there was also just random things where it's just it's not needed. I know like, yeah. my thing is Zal's cape coat thing oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no need a horror film in the middle of the yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what you did last summer so. yeah. Uh, yeah I get I get it more you know for like the torture and you know the bond stopping his heart I can yeah yeah because I get that but even then I'm like yeah again something you know I think the criticism I rightly here is that the torture thing which is a really good idea and it's really original yeah and the way it's incorporated into people yeah yeah it's just never referred to ever exactly. again and you know yeah that those sort of Almost, it's like a nightmarish sequence whilst his heart's stopping. Yeah, he has you know, like a flash. Some of that could have come back a bit later, or they could have done something yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. But like, do you know, like, you know, Dalton in License to Kill? I'm like, you know, he's not having like PTSD from what's happened, but I mean, like, he carries that with him. You see that yeah. in one yeah, two, yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the one's like, right. oh, I need to find the person who betrayed me, but it feels like there's no weight behind it, and there's no. nothing You're that's right, linking yeah. this 14 yeah. months of. As soon as he shaves, he's really nice and cocky and just back to yeah. like normal before, bump, isn't he? Before, so. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm checking out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the kiss of life. Yeah. That's... But in normal circumstances I, with I'm, that. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I do like a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoy watching it. Apart, you know, I'm saying the same thing, but I, I find it, it, I don't know, just, just pretty easy to watch. It is, I'm, yeah. I'm over the issues and... Yeah, I think you've got 
Pierce on good form. Yeah, Pierce is good. Um, you know, you, you've got a villain who you, yeah. you can sort of root against. You've got yeah, oh, memorable yeah. henchmen. You've got some interesting female characters. <laughs> some pretty good action set pieces. Yeah. So, I, I you know... I hey, boss. You, I'm obsessed yeah. with him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I really don't name? like it. It's not Vlad. 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 Yeah. Do you know? Really He's very like 80s, it. though, isn't he? He just... He's just a bit like... We did. We just like we need to have one more character to yeah. Yeah. really spice it up, and it's like okay. But I mean, in like, he's less. I'd say he's less offensive than. Uh, oh my god! Uh, what's the? <laughs> Sorry, God. Uh, I think he's less offensive than Elvis. Oh right. Well, but, I mean, I would put him in that tier, in that category. Of, yeah. I just. Well, he's just a wheedling who's around, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, but I mean, his death's amazing. That's yeah. so how quick it is. Oh yeah, yeah. At least he has a couple of funny lines. But even yeah. then, I'm just like, yeah. You're so late. They dwell on it though too long. They should have just done the line and then cut. But it's like you see him sort of walk yeah. back like, like what you, you <laughs> yeah. don't, don't overdo the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I do think Brosnan and Halle Berry, even though the dialogue's dreadful, they do have chemistry. Somehow, they, I can picture them getting on in real life. And yeah, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. They seem to bounce off I each agree. other. I think it's just they were too obsessed with making this, you know, bond, another of Bond's equals. Or yeah, something. yeah. He does a smart quit as well. She's got to do. She's yes. got to do them, and you know, they don't actually have a conversation. They have very no, they don't. conversations yeah. which well, think, are like yeah. real. Think about. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh yeah, it's Natalia and James. Yeah, yeah, and James yeah. And James yeah and it's totally. Yeah. You know, but I mean, even then, James has like way more puns than usual anyway. Yeah. Add another person <laughs> hitting him right back, yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. They're all, but they yeah. all do. Miranda Frost does the same jokes. Uh, Gustav does the yeah. same jokes. Every, yeah. Everyone's doing I was there for a punchline as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone doing. There's a lot of groaners in this. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. some, so there, there's some laugh out loud. This is actually funny. Than there some are some like, good lines. Yeah, no, yeah. There, there are. are. There are. And in and amongst if, if you throw enough shit some of it sticks yeah, there were people in our yes there were yeah what, well there were people it. for a start yeah, there were we were people. worried famously that the Prince Charles wasn't there were one or two people yeah no that, that was a more people did arrive yeah right, right. Really, so. yeah. but anyway yeah. but there were there, were, there, there must were. have been about yeah. 15 maybe and I mean there was more at least. Than, than, than most of the Connery ones I would say well that's a disgrace yeah. <laughs> 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 we don't want that no. but yeah uh, the we haven't talked about Down in the Day before, really, on our no, podcast. No, so this very, is a, very original material for once. Yeah. And I'll say different. I, I think, well, I'm fine with Invisible Car as number one. Yeah. And number two, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the first half's great, but the second half's not. And I'm like, I don't believe no. that at all. I think there's issues and good things throughout, and yes. it's not so clear yeah. as that. Yeah. Because I think some of the uh, Iceland stuff is some of the better parts. Oh, there. yeah. That set uh, yeah. is absolutely incredible. It really is yeah. one of the best recent ones. Yeah. Must be. It's Peter Lamont, isn't it? He's yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then he's, he does Casino as well, and yeah, I think yeah. that's his last one, I think. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll have to do a special on him. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I yeah. think so. He's, he, he did do a lot of... He did, yeah. 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 I noticed none of my studies, like... Duh, yeah. duh, 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 in there, like... Yeah. I think during the Cuba planet, like... Duh, 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 Oh wow! Like, like, it's in yeah. there. Well, there's that article, isn't there? That someone found like a hundred references to other bombs. Yeah. I picked up on a few more. I know David did that picture today about the Hall of Mirrors. Mm. That's obviously the man with the gun, the gun, yeah. the funhouse. He, when he's in Los Organos, the grape, and you know, taking. Yeah. Is that Thunderball or? Well, I know it's a bit of honor Majesty's, isn't it? When he takes the caviar. Oh yeah. 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 No, it might, it might be Thunderball. But it, and again, he's using a wheel, you know, and. 
yeah, spit he, the health alarm. sensor. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that kind off. of thing. It's chewing the, the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, that guy deserves. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. 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 Fidel Castrato. <laughs> yeah, well, like, that's funny. You've got the same humour as the other people. Yeah. yeah, that scene. You know, the they feast. Oh. You got a few titters. Yeah, it did. But are they? <laughs> with it or at it I think I think I I was horrified by it. I mean I've, I've I've seen that scene enough times but do you know what I mean it's just like on the you see it's like you know I've paid to see some fish it's like wow this is this is the dialogue for their first meeting like, yeah just it never recovers <laughs> yeah we know Rob loves that oh yeah <laughs> but again it's so memorable the it mo- is mojito no less. yeah the clothes are so iconic I don't like sand I mean it's very that you know yeah you yeah know. yeah but that's this yeah. is meant to be the having jokes together. It's an end of an era, though, isn't it? This, it is, this, yeah. yeah. This film. Uh, it is, it is. We will be back, I promise. We, we will yeah. cover the other ones. The, the one, well, yeah, some of us will. Yeah. <laughs> what, the one thing that never gets mentioned is, oh, this, you know, this is sacrilegious. You know, him and Moneypenny, you know, and, and all the sort oh, of yeah, virtual yeah. reality. M- yeah, Moneypenny. The, the, the way virtual reality. dealt yeah. with. And, yeah. Uh, She's not really in it, is she? No. Other, other than, than in virtual reality. Yeah, <laughs> shot in the head one bit. Yeah, then, yeah, that, yeah. She, she, she has one line, yeah, one line to Robinson yeah. when he walks through, then shot in the head, and then <laughs> just testing it out. I mean... I mean, like, it is a fun, it's a funny scene yeah. in another film, and John Cleese is funny in that scene. Yeah. But it's like we can't go. This yeah, can't no. go, keep and again, going, it's not a great send off for Samantha Bond. Really. No, no. no. <laughs> but then it's like, but really, is it? A, it's not a great send off for Robinson in it. And if, and if, it, and if yeah. it was for M, then it wouldn't have been a particularly oh, no, fantastic one no. for Judy Dench, because you know, obviously, she was supposed to get replaced. I think so, you know. Of course, it was but, yeah. It's prequel, isn't it? You can't. Oh. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> No, but I'm glad she was in them. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. And David Arnold, even he's going to eleventy stupid, isn't he? With a lot of it, it's oh, just yeah, getting yeah. more and more epic. And yeah, it, 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 but it fits the film. I think. It does. Yeah. And the yeah, there's a bit of gladiator sort of. Yeah, there is. Uh, when uh, yeah, yeah. when uh, yeah. yeah, when Moon dies. Yeah, yeah. Well, Moon Moon Senior. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's weirdly shot, isn't it? <laughs> you don't yeah. really see him get shot. But there's um, also um, some of some of what <laughs> what what he's uh, scored before in this lot of it too, isn't it? Like uh, yeah, the and the yeah yeah the end yeah yeah the end scene. I love how they've just flown to some random huts. Yeah, you know, and that's the same music as the when he's skiing with Electra, yeah, which is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So he's found his real love, Jinx. That's it. That's who he ends up with, yeah. Still, the poor, the, so I, That's I, the worst I, line of all, the, the last line. Yeah, the film. yeah. Don't get rubbish. it. I, don't, I, I can't believe it. Is it you're good? I'm so good. I'm so good. Especially when you're bad. What? Yeah. And then the laugh, mid-fade. It, I mean, it's definitely not a, you know, <laughs> why didn't you? Why don't you ask me? Oh, oh, oh you, no, no. I mean, That's like, perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, okay, shame. But, you know, shame. it's... Uh, We've they, had they fun. They go on a laugh and a smile. They do, it. yeah. We've had a whole heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> and you know I, I, something I often say is things being silly doesn't necessarily mean they're fun no but no. you know I do think a lot of this is silly but I do think an awful lot of it is fun yeah Th- there's a line like Icarus acrostic yeah here. very good <laughs> but you know I'm happy to have seen yeah. it and I did in, despite everything that I've said I enjoyed it anyway oh yeah, was, yeah. Was, you know, it's, it's not boring no but I can I, I can I can close a of yeah. a chapter. Closure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to the Craig era. 
which yeah. will be very different. And I think there'll be a lot of people at the next one. Yeah, yeah, I think there will be. Well, I think Casino Royale is going to have like a lot of, at this point, nostalgic value. I mean, 16 years at yeah, this yeah. point. I mean, I, it's my first one film in the cinema. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to watch it just because it's been obviously that long and very yeah. different from when I was 11 watching mm. it. Know. Yeah, and knowing watching it now, knowing how it ended as well, maybe that'll be quite weird. Maybe, yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, like, yeah, last time I know he played before, no because Daniel Craig, the, the claim that he was always wanting to kill the character, I don't know, I it doesn't mean they would have done, yeah, yeah but he wanted to leave it the unexpected, yeah, so yeah, we needed a proper send off for Daniel, anyway. Uh, it's, anyway. The, <laughs> it's the Pierce era, yeah, yeah, and I and yeah, just say, you know, after watching World is Not Enough, now my session is play Nightfire. Oh, yeah. Then, I was then, thinking about the video then, games yeah, throughout. Yeah, and then that, play yeah. everything or nothing, and that could be it. You don't need to, need to watch Dying of a Day if you don't want well, to. Nah, well, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. The Lorenzo Granger trilogy. The two ga- those two games and Dying of the Day. Nightfire Most is fun excellent. you've ever had. Yeah. yeah. It, it is excellent. Get out of the PlayStation again. Right. Yeah. We will get out of the Traff Centre. But it's a sad end to the Pierce era in, in many ways. As in how he was, uh, you know, oh, how yeah. he was yeah. let yeah. go. But we Ejected. get the... Yes. Oh, that's another great bit, isn't it? Oh, in the, in the goodness, ice. Yeah. yeah. So many great bits. And yes, we, we have a very different type of bond next week with Casino Royale. So join us for that, everybody. Thank you. Magnificent view. It is, isn't it? Too bad it's lost on everybody else. Mojito? You should try it. Jacinta Johnson. My friends call me Jinx. My friends call me James Bond. Jinx, you say? Born on Friday the 13th. You believe in bad luck? Let's just say my relationships don't seem to last. Hmm, I know the feeling. <laughs> Predators usually appear at sunset. And why is that? It's when their prey comes out to drink. Too strong for you? I can learn to like it, if I have the time. How much time have you got? Until dawn. What about you? Oh, I'm just here for the birds. Hmm. Ornithologist. Ah, ornithologist, huh? Wow. Now there's a mouthful. So you're going to be busy tonight with the owls, then, huh? No owls in Los Organos. Nothing to see till the morning. Not out there, anyway. So what do predators do when the sun goes down? They feast like there's no tomorrow. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Jams Bond. A little late to the party. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see this on the big screen because Denmark isn't screening the Bond films. So instead I just popped it on the, popped uh, the Blu-ray on last night. But, you know, I thought I'd finally do this, get my thoughts down on digital form and send them over to you. You know, Die Another Day is, it's a strange little film. It really is. It's uh, you could write a dissertation on this film. I swear you could write, I don't know if you could write a book, but it's, you know, it's another little film. I mean, on the surface, it's not bad. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. It has rewatchability. Actually, is sort of you know if there was a box of Bond bits, you know, that you could pick through and pull out 
and then arrange in order. Then, yeah, that's what this film is. It's, it's, it's Bond cereal poured into a bowl. So all the bits are there. There's some really nice Bond moments. There's some cool locations. And there's the breadcrumbs, right? There's Bond solving a mystery. You've got all the ingredients. I'll say I'll say some more nice things about the film in a bit. I just want I want to get out of the way this the just sort of the general my general problem with the film, right? And I think this is I think it's pretty valid and it's that film is just slapped together bond moments, right? It doesn't I mean if you can compare it to The World is Not Enough, you see that there's not the smooth like segues there's not like a rich world that that uh, that was built in that particular film. There's not these characters, these cool characters that are that seem very multi-dimensional. The, the the conflict is just you know tactile. It's really that film. I mean, I, I don't want to make this a review. The world is not enough. Let's save that for another time. But that I think is really lacking in Die Another Day. I think the, the problems with Die Another Day are not the parasailing and the invisible car. Uh, Halleberry, yeah, actually, it's one that has. It's a film with, with one of the weakest cast, really. I think um, the Bond girls are not great. Halleberry, obviously, phones it in. I, I, I really don't know her too well. I don't know if she's, um, if she's a bad actress in general. I think I saw her in what was it like a um, Monsters Ball? She was great. She's great in that. Maybe she was just a flash in the pan. I don't know. But here she's just wooden and cheesy, just cheeseball. Rosamund Pike, who I adore, and she's become a wonderful actress, is just too young here. She's just, she's like a china doll. And, and it kind of shows she's just a little naive. I don't believe that she's an MI6 agent that would betray Bond. I just, I'm not really buying it. I'm not really buying it. So I have a problem with the Bond girls. Zhao, henchman-wise, is okay. You know, he's got, he's got all the ingredients of a, of a henchman, right? I mean, he's, uh, He's brooding. He's got some weird disfiguration, however ridiculous. He's a physical threat to Bond. Not much of a mental threat to Bond. I guess you leave that to, to Gustav Graves. But otherwise, I think Zhao is fairly forgettable, you know, in the pantheon of henchmen, the Bond henchmen. Gustav Graves as a villain. I want to like him. The smugness. After a while, the scenery chewing becomes a bit much. His grin, his shit-eating grin is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What else? What else doesn't work? I mean, there's the... I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think the parasailing... Like I said, the, the parasailing is just a little off the mark, right? Lots of films have goofy stuff. The, is, the Bond films... Oh, you know, there's goofy things in all the Bond films. You can forgive them. Oh, another... I think another problem is the, 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 the direction. Just the... I, I think it, the execution is off. So again, the pieces are there. Bond pieces. You've got Bond things happening. The Hong Kong sequence is fun. Cuba is... It's great. I really like it. It's very Bondy. Iceland. London, fantastic. But they're just the execution. Lee Tamahori, his directing is just not right for a Bond film. There's too much MTV style, slow-mo and camera whooshes, just whipping around, cameras whipping around, and and, and I, I just don't think he pulls it off like Apted did. Apted created this lush, rich world that you felt, you know, it was cozy, it was like a warm blanket. 
you know? This one's not. This one's very by the numbers. So that's really... I'm going to sort of rehash it a little bit. I'm going to go through it in my head, and then I'll probably get to some more negative things. But in the meantime, I'll, let me talk about some of the good things. I mean, the sword fight, come on, right? I mean, give me a break. Give me a Kit Kat. That thing is amazing. It's one of the... For me, it, as far as action sequences and stunts, it's one of the better action sequences in the series. It's easily in the... Maybe in the top five? I don't know. I just love it. It's so much fun how they just... How the fight moves through, th what, three different locations? They change weapons. I think it's a lot of fun. I love that sequence. The London stuff in general is really cool. The subway... I don't know. Uh, Q's lab in the subway seems odd. People just seem to kind of pop up randomly. Like, M is just suddenly in a place. I really don't feel like... Like, why isn't she at MI6? Why is she just, like, pops up? She just appears. Okay, okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. So going back to the beginning, the beginning is fine. Pre-title sequence, actually, you know, Tamahori, I have to give him credit. That was really well shot, the pre-title sequence, because there's a lot going on. There's tons of vehicles, and you've got you've got Moon shooting every possible weapon at Bond, and uh, explosions galore, and, you know, it's a Brazen film, so there's constant automatic gunfire, you know, being sprayed in every direction and hitting every molecule except Bond. But Tamahori does a good job there. I, I feel like he pulls it off. The, 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 the camera work is great. Arnold's score is really good there. So, you know, a solid B minus, I think, for the pre-title sequence of this film. I like it. I like the idea of Bond being betrayed and being in captivity for how two years or however long he's there, and then wanting to get revenge. Although we, ne the rest of the film, we don't really. That's not really a thing, is it? They don't. That doesn't come up again. This. I mean, yes, he mentions somebody betrayed him, but you don't really feel like sort of that revenge that you get, like saying Quantum of Solace. So, so Bond is in the hospital, which is you know, it is what it is. Fine. And uh, M pops up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing there, but I like the scene. Like I like M here. I like how she just gives him this. I like this side of of M of Judy Dench's M, where she doesn't care if he lives or dies. Like she, he is expendable in her eyes. Now, now I think maybe later on she I don't know she forgives him a bit too quickly. But I like the dressing down that he gets here. So that scene is really cool. And then you know the, the escape sequence. So I'm liking it. I'm liking the film so far. Like I said, that Hong Kong sequence where, you know, he breaks the mirror and there's Chinese intelligence behind the mirror with the cameras going. I think it's adorable. I really like that. Very Bond. Especially, that's the kind of Bond scene you want early in a film. It's very light. I mean, you can totally see Connery in a, in a scene like that, definitely. So Cuba is, I mean, gorgeous. The sets are gorgeous. It looks great. Cinematography is wonderful. Raul, I, I like Raul. I think he's kind of cool. I mean, I, I wanted to like him more. I think he could be better. He seems, he reminds me a bit of Ali in From Russia With Love. He's like that same kind of ally. You know, he seems like he would, he, you can sort of tell that, you know, he's a little beleaguered and, and, and haggard and he's got a history to him the same way that, that Ali did. Now, Ali's a better character and he's a better ally, right? And he, he's with Bond for longer. But I, I see a similarity, enough of a similarity that I notice it, that I, you know, it's a little wink. I think, could be wrong, could be just me. But I like him. But uh, like, so another thing, so like I said, you know, with the characters, I think the, the, the movie, not only do I not like the character, I think it's missing some characters. Like, it, I just feel like there's a few interstitial characters, you know? Like, allies. I just don't... I'm not feeling the allies' uh, presence in this movie. Where are we? Well, London, obviously, great. Sword fight, awesome. The subway scene, you know, we meet Q. I, you know, I don't know how I feel about 
John Cleese. I, I love John Cleese. I think he's a little on the nose for Q. I think he's almost like a parody of the character. Like, I mean, Desmond Llewellyn just brought this... He was hilarious and, and snarky, but there was this sincerity to him, right? You really believed... I mean, he, it, it, doesn't, it didn't seem like a comedian doing a bit, right? Whereas Cleese kind of does. So there's the subway thing. We get the car, the invisible car. Now, I personally feel, I think there's too many gadgets. Uh, this is the, another problem I have. Too many gadgets. Like, I remember later in Iceland, he's using his watch to melt. Like, he cuts a little circle in the ice. And uh, when that happens, I, I forgot that he got that gadget. And I know the watch is, it's, he has a watch. It's standard issue. But I, I love the ring. I think it's fantastic. The way he escapes Graves' office. <laughs> I'm going to call it an office, for lack of a better word. But with the ring, great. I love that. It's a really fantastic escape. Very Bond. We haven't really seen... What do they call the ring? A something-something agitator? I can't remember. But it's very unique. I really like that gadget. Like I said, the watch is the watch. It, it does stuff. And then the, maybe the car has a few too many. What has it got? Like shotguns and missiles. And it's invisible with no shadow, strangely. But, you know, it is what it is. And then we move on to Iceland. Now, the Iceland palace is a little goofy. Uh, I don't mind it, though. Like, at this point, this is where the movie sort of kind of goes off the rails a bit. I can still enjoy it. Like, I can still watch this movie and not turn it off when we get to Iceland. It's not something I just immediately do is, is reach for the off, but the off switch, you know. So I, I watch it. It's, it's goofy. The laser is goofy. Mr. Kill is, as far as Silent Henchman goes, like, meh, you know? Yeah, that's some cool stuff. I like the, the chase scene. The car chase scene is okay. Ejector of the seat, fantastic. I love the use of the ejector seat where he flips the car. Really cool. Love that, love that. The chase through the palace is actually a really interesting sequence. It's well photographed. It uses some really cool little tricks. I like it. I don't mind the way Zhao dies. It's good to get him out of the way so we can move on with the plot. And, you know, the ending is, it is what it is, right? It's very silly. You've got the big laser, but it's, you know, it's Bond. You know, Bond, you're going to have the big laser. The fight between the girls is okay. It's pretty cool. But then again, like I said, I don't really care for the Bond girls in this film. I just don't think they're the weakest Bond girls, with a few exceptions, maybe. But don't do much for me. The qu <laughs> Now, the quips in this movie are a mile us a minute, mile a minute. It's like a vending machine of quips, this one. And some of them are, are, are good. Some of them miss the mark. So be it. Don't really mind. But like I said, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a toy chest of Bond bits that have been hastily assembled and there's no sinew or, you know, there's no connective tissue between them. And the worlds created are very thin. They're, they, it's like a first draft in a way. So I think a lot of the problems, I don't know what problems people have. Everyone, most people seem to dislike this film. And they cite certain things, like they'll cite the tsunami. I, I, it doesn't bother me that much. It's a bit goofy. I think it's just the CG that lets it down. Because I could totally see Roger Moore doing the exact same thing, right? So that stuff doesn't bother me. What bothers me is it's just a very thin movie. I think that's the, the, the best way I can describe it. And like I said, the discovering the who betrayed him is thin, and it's um, not really that big of a payoff. I think that would have been a much better story, is like him out for revenge. But we get the diamonds thing, and that's great. You know, who doesn't love a good James Bond diamond story? I think that's it. I mean, Arnold's score is great. Some of the drums get a little bit much 
but electronic drums but all of his like interstitial music is great like the score is beautiful but you know and actually you know there's a couple of things and i don't know this is how i felt when i was watching it yesterday there's a couple of things that are in a way sort of predict some future bond thing like you know like that when he has the memory the flashbacks in black and white of him being tortured right that that's not something we've seen in Bond before. That's something that would be seen in like a Daniel Craig Bond film, right? So in a way, it's sort of hinting at future style, a future style of Bond, a future type of filming Bond, a future type of, of writing Bond. So that's sort of cool, I think. I'll just throw that in there. That's my take. Thanks, Really007 Podcast, for hopefully, I don't know, airing this. We'll see. Love you guys. Okay, bye. Gustav? Verity. And Mr. Bond, James Bond. Have we met before? Oh, I think I'd remember. Of course you would. My mistake. Are you a gambling man, Mr. Bond? If the stakes are right. A thousand a point too much for you? Hmm. Get a place of bet, Verity? No, thanks. I don't like cockfights. Shall we? Excuse me. Best of three hits. Positions. Ready. Play. Honk out. Positions. Play. Hit. Two nil. Do you want to continue? You want to up the wager? How much can you afford? Let's play for this. I picked it up in Cuba. I believe it's one of yours. My, my. They do get around. And then diamonds are for everyone. Brilliant specimen. Completely flawless. And chemically identical to African conflict diamonds. Then you're about to lose something very precious. Position. Ready. Play. Hug out. Oh dear. You want to continue? Of course I want to bloody continue! And we want to bloody continue on to part two of Die Another Day on the big screen. Really catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.